On tap for this episode, we give you our top storylines going into the NFL season, Walt Frazier's comments about Kevin Durant, and we have a special guest. Her name is Mia, a.k.a. Mizzy, and she's a darn good basketball player. You think Kyrie's better than Steph? I believe Kyrie's better than Mm. Steph. Look, Kyrie, (laughs) 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 when he got moved to Boston Celtics, like, he was kind of carrying his team. Yes. You know, Jason and uh, Rozier, Rozier. Yeah, yeah, Rozier. Rozier, Rozier. Rozier. So, Kyrie, he has, like, a team to help him out. Yes. And... To me, he just has a shot. He can go through the lane, but when it comes to play-by-play and him distributing the ball, Mm -hmm. Kyrie got that all the way. So you're pretty much saying Kyrie's a better point guard. Yes, I'm saying. Than Steph Curry. No, it's not what you're saying. (laughs) I'm saying that. Hey, some people might disagree, but that's that's my opinion. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the New Channel Sports Podcast. Y'all all know who I am. I'm the host of the show. My name is Oeni. I'm so glad you can join us today. We do have a special guest in our presence. I will introduce her in a minute. We do. We have two special guests, actually. We also have, you know, the one and only Chris. Chris, what is going down, sir? You mean the one and only today? The what? The one and the only. One, I appreciate that. You're the one and only, bro. Let's get to it. What's good, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> so good to have you here. We also have a special guest on mm. with us today. Yes, sir. <laughs> she goes by Mizzy. It's so, so great to have you on. I'm going to read your bio, Rick, okay? Okay. Mizzy is 15. Yes, All sir. Right. You play AAU basketball. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give a shout out to your team real quick. Shout out to DC Queens. That was my last team I was with. Shout out to Safer Elite. That was mm-hmm. the team I was with before. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Your favorite NBA basketball team is the Boston Celtics. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And your favorite basketball player is Kyrie Irving. Because yes. of his handles. <laughs> yes. He might have the best handles. Oh, don't do that to her. Don't do that to her. sleeping on that. Don't do that to her. So we'll, who has the best handles? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get into that. Uh, okay. We'll get to that. Let me, let me do the bio first. All right, all and right. then we'll talk about the handles. <laughs> okay. Chris, I always hate I was like, don't worry about you. All right. So your favorite sports moment is when you jellied someone for a layup in one of your tournaments. Yes, man. That was epic. All right, I mean, so we have some old heads that listen to this uh, <laughs> I podcast. Was about to ask, too. I don't <laughs> what, know what, what that does is. jelly be? Jelly is like a finger roll layup. Jelly fam is these boys that jelly in the game. That's what you know. They're called jelly fam because they just finger roll the ball. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a layup. Okay, okay. like jam okay. fam when they dunk, uh-huh. they do the different dunks. That's right, basically right, right. what it is. Okay, so are you are you an expert at doing the jelly? Is that is that your uh, planted <laughs> move? Oh, uh, I'm still working on a few okay. jelly layups. Yeah, it's, it's just something different to do, you know, instead of a regular mm-hmm. regular layup, something exciting for people to see. Okay. So I would think that you are professional at doing it because y'all can't see her right now. Mizzy, yeah. she has a, a shirt that says jelly on it. Yeah. So so next time someone asks you, are you professional? He's like, look at the shirt. It says jelly. Uh, <laughs> and then you have the, the name yeah. of the back, right? Mizzy. Yes, Mizzy. Right there. Number okay. 11. Number Kyrie. 11. I got you. I got you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. I see yeah. that. I see that. Kyrie. <laughs> So let's introduce your mother real quick. Hello, Zoe. 
Hi, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Um, how, how proud are you of your daughter? I'm so proud. And and first of all, I want to say thank you for having my daughter and I on your show. No it's problem. an honor and a privilege. Mm-hmm. Thank you for investing in her because basketball is her life. Right. <laughs> you know, and I, God. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I did see the, the videos you showed me yes. of her. And uh, she said she's doing well in school as well. And those were the, the main two factors is why I had her on. You got to have both going on as a young adult, teenager. And that's why I have you on right now. You should be very proud, Zoe. And I, I thank am. you. I thank you for letting me have her on the podcast today. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of my daughter. Um, she puts just as much effort into her academics as mm-hmm. she does her athletics. Right. And, you know, I've tried to instill in her that both are very imperative for um, to be successful. Right. So. Right. This is absolutely true. Absolutely true. So, yes. And you should be proud of that. And like I said, that is the main reason why she's on. Yes. Um, she got an invitation in the mail um, uh, to be accepted to the National Honor Society. Okay. Um, so when we got that in the mail, we were we were just thrilled about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Do you have any idea where you might want to play ball in, uh, in college? Do you have a place? College. Um, well, my head's been wrapped around Texas A&M because okay. uh, I had uh, my uncle. Od, he has a daughter, Courtney Williams, that played Texas A and M. Okay, and that one that was in WNBA. Okay, and uh, yeah, she was she went Texas A and M. I know this other uh, girl named Kennedy. Okay, she's a, a phenomenal freshman there. Actually, she was she's ranked too. Okay, yeah, so two uh, in the the country. I believe so. Yes. Okay. Country. Wow! 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 Okay. Kennedy. Yeah, she's at Texas A and M. So I just okay. That might be where I might, okay, might okay, go to. Okay. Your mom's gonna she gonna follow you over there or she gonna she gonna let her go, let her let her wings fly? Sure. <laughs> sure, because she she's been um doing a lot of research and, and following different people. So we'll okay. see. Okay. We'll support her. All right. So let's get to what we do for all of our special guests. We have a segment of the show. All of our guests go through it, so don't don't be pressured or anything like that. It's called Truth or Dare. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you truth or dare. If you say truth, then I'll tell you, is it true that this, this, and that, right? If I say I dare you to do something, you will say, no, I'm not going to say that. I would rather jump off a bridge or something like that. Okay. <laughs> so you get it? You got it? Yeah. All right. So what? Truth or dare? Truth or dare? We're going to go with dare. Dare? You know, oh, let me, let me get the dare. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> got it. Get it Just, in. Get it know, in. She came in with the jelly and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to tell me about your worst hoops moment. Oh man, I would have to say my worst hoops moment was when um I I had I was coming down for a rebound and my ankle just I don't know what happened it just went the other direction I had to get out the game that was most important for me in Chicago mm-hmm. and that was that was the worst moment I'm talking about like there were scouts there and yeah. I just really wanted to put them all all in it but oh, I hurt my ankle so you okay. can't do anything about that you know it happens to everybody it happens to the best of us and that's probably the most common injury. In basketball, it's twisting your so you twist your ankle, right? Yes, that's yeah. the most common. I know when you talk to real hoopers, uh-huh. when you talk to people who are scrubs, they say, "Oh, my worst moment was getting crossed up by somebody that was really good." But real hoopers will tell you a moment where you have a passion for the game, yes, and you, that passion was taken away. That's how I know she can hoop because the first thing she brought up was, "Man, this hurt," mm-hmm. but it was actually not being able to perform, right? 
I think we got a hooper, bro. Yeah, so how how important was that game? <laughs> that game was very important. I mm-hmm. mean, I flew all the way to Chicago mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, to just go out there and play. Mm-hmm. Show your skills. There. Yeah, right, show my right. skills. Show what I had there. Yeah. I'll show I was different um, with my, like, dribbling and shooting, mm-hmm. you know, because you have to stand out right, to people right. out there. There's, like, a whole bunch of girls, right. over 100 girls, over hundreds of courts. Yeah. So I really had to stand out, and that was my worst moment. Okay. Right there. Okay. You 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 bounced back. I know you have. Yeah. All right. So now it's time for my question. I'm, truth or dare, Missy? Truth or dare? We'll go with the truth. Truth, truth. Is it true that Steph Curry is a better player than Kyrie? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. See, with Kyrie, um, you know he's the hand. He got handles. He got handles. Right, Curry right. got the shot. Right. You know. Um, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. You think Kyrie's better than Steph? I, I believe Kyrie's better than mm. Steph. Look, Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> when he got moved to Boston Celtics, like he was kind of carrying his team. Yes, you know, with Jason and uh, Rozier, Rozier. Yeah, yeah, Rozier, Rozier, Rozier. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, Kyrie, he has like a team to help him out. Yes, and. To me, he just has a shot. He can go through the lane, but when it comes to play-by-play play and him, you know, distributing the ball, mm-hmm. Kyrie got that all the way. So you're pretty much saying Kyrie's a better point guard yes, I'm saying. than Steph Curry. No, that's not what you're saying. No. <laughs> I'm saying that. I didn't say that. Hey, some people might disagree, but that's that's my opinion. Hey, that's life. People are going to disagree with you. Yeah. I think the more appropriate question is who has better handles. Kyrie. Kyrie, though. It's easy. I don't know about that. It's easy. I don't know. I'm telling you, I don't. Look, look, let me explain. Kyrie puts on a show. Every time he dribbles, puts on a show. But Curry will get to point A to point B so fast. That's the difference, though. Kyrie needs about five to seven seconds to score. Curry needs about 1.2. It's a difference, though. Look, if I'm going out on the court and I have to guard somebody, obviously, I don't want to guard Kyrie because Kyrie's trying to embarrass me. Right. Curry's so good. He gets by me so fast, he can't even, like, he doesn't even show how bad he's embarrassing you because he's gone. Kyrie takes about six, seven, eight, nine, ten moves to get by you. And that's not, that's, it's no knock on this game, but he does that for a reason. He can't get by you as quick as Curry can. Well, you know, <laughs> I've seen Kyrie Irving. He's in the, he's in the lane and there's like three to two defenders about him and he just puts on these moves to get past them. Curry, you're right. He has the speed. And Curry would have shot it already. Right, That's right. My point. I, I still think Kyrie Irving has Curry's a better handle. Curry's more of a, a creating space type yeah, that's of true. dude to that's shoot true. the shot. Kyrie got the finish. He doesn't even know where it's coming. He'd be right. finishing left and right. Okay, so let's just do this. We're in Houston. <laughs> we're doing what we do. I just got to hear this. Is Kyrie Irving a better ball handler than James Harden? I would have to say yes, too. I would have to say yes. <laughs> Zoe, I don't want to, have to kick to your daughter yes. off the show, but I play it, I play it, I play it, I play it. So you're saying Kyrie is a better handler than James Harden? That's what you're saying? Yes, that's what I'm... My dad would dis- disagree. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey. You know what? I'm, somebody got it right. <laughs> right. Uh, James Harden got that step back. You know that... Mm-hmm. In That's between cross, in between yeah. cross, it gets old. I'm just saying. Right. Kyrie, right. he do the spin move, mm-hmm. pull up with that. Yeah. You know? He has a variety of moves. Yes. Kyrie does. You know, when you see James Harden on the, on the floor, he has his one or two pants moves that he goes to, but Kyrie can do it all. I have to agree. Kyrie has a better handle than James. I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree with that. <laughs> I mean, that's, okay. that, I'm, I'm cool with that. I just think we have a true Kyrie fan in the building. Mm-hmm. Hey. And I don't think I've met a real Kyrie fan in a long time. Yeah. I'm being real. That's true. 
But that think about true. it. We were, on this podcast, we're not. We don't talk about Kyrie mm-hmm. like that. We had a famous podcast earlier where we talked about is Kyrie Irving a superstar? Do you think Kyrie Irving is a superstar in the NBA? I feel as if he if he works more and, mm-hmm. uh, for this season, he right. really can be. Yeah, really this, can this be will be the season. You're right. You're yeah. right. Because Boston is trending up. Trending up. Yeah. This is supposed to be the year where they're supposedly be the best team in the East. Yeah. If Kyrie does carry that team then we might be looking at Kyrie as a superstar. I don't think he's quite there yet, yeah. but you're right, Mizzy. This will be the year for him. I can agree with that. Yeah. But you know who already is a superstar? Who's that? <laughs> James Harden. James Harden. James Harden. James Harden. I give that to him. He the MVP. I give that to him. So you're 15 years old, right, Mizzy? Yes, sir. All right, man. You are, you are trending in the right direction as well. So let me tell you that. It was an honor to have you on our show today. We will definitely be looking for you in the future. Yes. Yeah. Because she said she wants to go to... Um, Texas A&M, right? Yes. Yes. A&M. Maybe, maybe even, you know. Something else. Yeah. Further, further okay. down. I don't want okay. to say anything yet, but maybe further on. But I will try to post some of your um, videos on um, on our Twitter and on our Facebook. Okay. Oh, yeah, did she give her out. Twitter handle yet? Uh, uh, no, go ahead. Give it to her. Um, my out. Twitter is at Mizzy-ish, so M-I-Z-Z-Y-I-S-H. That's my Twitter. You have some um, highlights there, too, as well? Yes, I have okay. a bunch of highlights. Are you on the gram? Yes. And give shout out to gram. Overtime, because they follow me. And I hey. it was okay, they okay, did. okay, okay. So make sure <laughs> yeah. you follow. Um, I'm going to follow you okay. on Twitter. And then make sure you follow me back. Yeah, right? I, yeah, okay? I follow it back. It's new you. channel sports. Why you gotta be what's so weird <laughs> with it though? <laughs> that's not how we do it. That's not how the youngest do it. I'm not. Hey, look, hey, I'm hey. gonna follow you. <laughs> make sure you. That's not how it goes, bro. Just let it happen naturally, bro. Oh my god. You want to make sure I follow him back? <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. I want everybody to like, you. hey, busy's following new channel sports. You know, that's, that's what I want. Hey. So yeah, yeah, it was it was great having you on today. Um, keep it up in school. Ish. That's the main. Important. That's the main thing, you know. Uh, like you said, your your worst one was getting hurt. That can happen, you know. But you have a backup. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Appreciate y'all having me on the show too. No problem. You wanna give you more shout outs to anybody else? Shout out to um, Jakaya that she she wanted to come. She's okay. another hooper. Shout out to my sister Jada, and uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, okay I'm gonna put you on the spot. You know we do this. Okay, uh, you said Jakaya. Yeah, Jakai. Uh, Jakai, you be listening. Who's a better Hooper, Mizzy? You or Jakai? Oh, me. Oh, yeah, me. When somebody, this, this is new, uh, this girl that, that she, um, her name is Jada Williams. Mm-hmm. She's a seventh grader. And somebody texted me, DM me. She was, uh, they was like, uh, yo, this girl has better handles, uh, better ha- handles than you, such and such. So I'm looking at her and I'm like, nah, I don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't care. I'm about competition. I don't say anybody's better than me. I can't. Right, I right. Can't That's that. the way you have to be. Yeah. You have you have a new mentality. This is a new age mentality. You know, Kevin Durant, oh, they yeah. want to play together, but I see you have that old school mentality, and I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. No, I'm not cocky, but I'm, you know. <laughs> You're confident. That's what yeah, you are. Confident. confident. Yeah, confident. Yeah, you have some confidence. Zoe. Yes. It was a pleasure having Mizzy on. Thank you so um, much. She was great. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Okay. Yes. You want to make any shout outs before before we head out, Zoe? Um, I just, I want to thank um, my husband, Ryan Matthews. I want to thank my family. I mm-hmm. want to thank all of those that have uh, invested in Mia and, um, you know, given her money on her Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, just invested a pair of shoes. Um, my brother Tasalto, I just want to thank everybody for you know whatever you've done and invested in my daughter because mm-hmm. AAU is expensive. <laughs> right, 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 right. I so, can only imagine. I I just want to say that your your um, investment is good. We're making mm-hmm. good on it, 
and uh, keep supporting her. And that's really it. Okay. Thank you guys for being on. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. All right. I want to thank Mizzy and Zoe for being on the show again one more time. Uh, it was a pleasure. So we're going to get right into our next topic. We are going to give you the top storylines going into the, the 218 seats. No particular order. For me personally, a top storyline going to this season is can the Houston Texans stay healthy? That's definitely one for me. I don't know if it's a, I don't really know if it's a nationwide thing. Does that not be? It's not. It's, it's not. a Houston thing, right? That's a Houston. It's a Houston thing. thing. Okay, fine. So it's a Houston thing. But can the Texans stay healthy? Because on paper, especially defensively, the Texans. Am I, am I wrong to say they're stacked on defense as far as name wise? Name wise, they're stacked in certain positions. They're stacked. Okay, so they have cornerbacks are no, no quarterbacks are boo boo. Yeah, that, that's fine. But we do have Clowney. Yeah. We have J.J. Watt. We have uh, um, Whitney Merciless. Whitney, Whitney Merciless. I mean, he's not a, but he's a good. No, he's outside. very yeah, good. Yeah, he's I'm very gonna, good. I'm going to say he's not up to the level, name-wise, of J.J. Name Watt. But, but as far as the way he's been playing, he's Absolutely. right he's, there. He's right there. Then we have the safeties, Kareem Jackson, which is probably going to be a safety now. Yeah. Well, hybrid. I think I think he's going to have some uh, a chance to cover a number of people, right. which means a lot of people are going to be running open. <laughs> I think I do think that they utilize him well, that will be the key position on that defense. Yeah. And We've been we, calling for that for years. Right. Yeah. And then we have Tyron Matthew on the other side at the safety position. I mean, on paper, that team is stacked. You know, but Tyron Matthew, he's been hurt in the past couple of years. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. J.J. Watt has had his injury problems. Clowney, last year was probably his first year full season. I know he has been in the league long, but still when he first came out, we thought, man, is he going to have health issues. Um, of course, you have um, Whitney Merciless. He was hurt last year as well. Yeah. Then on the other side of football, offensive side, of course, we know about the Sean Watson. That's pretty much the offense right there. <laughs> There's he, nothing else to talk yeah, about. Nothing else to talk about. So that is a, a top storyline for me going in 2018 is can this Houston Texan team stay healthy? I agree with you. And it's obvious. Um, we're talking Houston sports. My storyline for the Texans is other than what you talked about, the healthiness, because that's obvious. If Deshaun does get hurt, why is Brandon Whedon still the number two quarterback? Because you look at the roster, they, they don't, they're not carrying a third quarterback. Brandon Whedon is garbage. <laughs> I know as Houston fans, you don't want to talk about if Deshaun Watson gets hurt, but it's almost like they're saying, Hey, if he gets hurt, we're just going to throw on the white flag. But you really can't do that with some of the players that they have with JJ. And and clowning those guys, particularly with clowning, you got to pay him. So if you have a a quarterback who can't stay healthy, and you have such an incompetent incompetent backup, I mean, you're just to me, you're asking for failure. You're putting way too much pressure on on Deshaun Watson. I agree, and I never really just thought about that. But I guess I guess I'm not going to think about that. I'm just going to assume that's that fine. he's going to stay okay. healthy, I, and that's what everybody in Houston wants to do. But this is my thing. You have an athletic quarterback in Deshaun Watson. Why not have an athletic backup behind him? I don't understand that. The offense completely changes when Whedon, first of all, offense is going to change when Whedon comes in because he's garbage. That's number one. But then number two, you can't even run the same plays when he's moving around. I just don't understand the Texans sometimes. Now, we've had some opportunities, right? We could have gotten RG3. Yeah, I mean, those point. guys are not great, but they they can definitely, if, if, if 
Deshaun Watson gets hurt, we still have some mobility there. Yeah, and it doesn't change the scheme up at all. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Just with, with weed in there, you already have a garbage quarterback. You, then you have a garbage immobile quarterback who can't even run your offense. Yeah, I agree. You have no shot at winning. I agree. I mean, you're right. I can't even argue that one bit. That, that, But for me, that's what irks me the most about the Texans. It's because most teams when your starter goes down, you're in trouble. But when it's happened in multiple seasons, maybe you might want to invest in the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The Philadelphia Eagles did. Yeah. They and did. they got them a Super Bowl. Them. I mean, Nick Foles didn't look great initially, but he was a veteran it, but quarterback. He's, he's a guy who's had some success in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Go get that. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. All right. Any other any other storylines story that you want to? Oh, how much more? Definitely for me, the number one storyline end of the year is definitely Khalil Mack. But Khalil not Mack. from the perspective of what he's going to do in Chicago. Khalil Mack is a beast. Any Texan fan, as much as we love you, Clowney, we love you, bro. I love you, bro. <laughs> but Khalil Mack, same draft. Khalil Mack is all world. Mm-hmm. Clowney can get there this season with that cast ahead, but Khalil Mack is already there. But the reason why that's such a big storyline to me is in this age in the NFL, it's really hard to carry a quarterback who's getting paid the way car gets paid and have a, a, a really elite defender. So you see the Rams, for example, the Rams do, they have Jared Goff. And Jared Goff is in his rookie quarter, his rookie scale. So that's why they're paying Donald and all these guys are getting paid for the Rams because they don't have to worry about Goff for another two seasons. Right. The, the Raiders didn't have that option. I think the Raiders were cheap. They were definitely cheap and it's going to hurt them. And They should have paid the man. They paid the man, right? I don't understand it. I have no idea why the Raiders let a defensive player of that caliber just up and go. I have I have no idea. I think they did get a lot of return, though. They did. They, they, okay, we could talk about what they got in return, but this is my thing. They let him go like he was a clown. I think there was the way he went about doing it. Which, But what they, other way are you supposed petty. to do it? Come on, look, look. If you come into the NFL... With the stats that he's already put up, an all-pro at two different positions, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, go ahead and pay me now. Because everybody else is getting paid. Why am I not getting paid? Mm-hmm. And they're basically saying, oh, no, we're not going to do that. And you just paid Carr. Carr's a good quarterback. He's a solid quarterback. But if you're um, Khalil Mack, you're like, well, I'm playing better than he is at my position well, quarterback is the most important position. You're right. On the and and I'm, not, I'm not saying he was asking and for if you, if money. And if you have, he wasn't. But I'm not even trying to defend the Raiders. I'm really not. But if you have a quarterback, the caliber of Carr, and then you have a defensive player, and you have to make a decision on who you're going to pay, it's going to be the quarterback I agree with all that, the time. 100%. Okay. So basically what they're saying is they're not going to leverage their future on those two players. What I'm saying is I think that's the wrong way to go about it. When you have an all-world player, you pay him and you worry about the rest later. Yeah, I definitely that's just agree. That's what you do. That's, just, that's what All you do. All world meaning he can change the dynamics of a game with a player or mm-hmm. any time during that game. And that's what Khalil Mack was. Yeah. I, I still don't. I thought eventually they were going to pay him. That was my frame of thought. Yeah. Then I heard stories that they were trying to trade him. I was like, well, wait, is this a mistake? <laughs> I really did. And then when I heard that he was actually traded to the Bears. I still thought it was. I was like, "What? Why?" Yeah. I mean, I just it, it reminds me of another situation. I can't really think of it right now in my head. Someone held out, and they finally said, "You know, we're just going to trade you." Maybe I'm thinking about NBA because that's the kind of stuff that happens in the NBA all yeah. the time. Pretty much, you never hear about this kind of stuff in the NFL. Eventually, it they get paid. Out. Yes, yeah. you know, look at 
you could look at it. Aaron Donald. Yeah, a lot of players. They hold out training camp or whatever in hopes of getting a big payday, and eventually they get paid. I have never heard of a situation where they attack. You know what? We're not going to pay you. We're just going to trade you off. I've never heard of it. So, well, they do it, but not with the player of this good. of this caliber, yeah. right? Absolutely. That's, that's <laughs> why. That's what I mean. Yeah, a player of this caliber, you do whatever you can to make that player happy. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if this is going to come back and bite the Raiders in the butt. I don't know if they know something that we don't know. I don't know, but it's odd. Yeah, it's odd. And but the the flip side of what we're talking about is okay. So did the Bears give up too much? We don't talk about the Bears much on this podcast. But when I saw that trade, I thought to myself. Somebody must be drinking that Trubisky Kool-Aid. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I saw him last season. I thought he was solid. But the one player we talk about in this podcast a little bit is Allen Robinson. I think he is close to being an elite receiver. And I think the Bears think that too. If he's as good as we think he is, at least as I think he is, and Mitch Trubisky is solid, maybe the Bears are like, you know what? Let's go get an all-world defensive player. Give it the two first-round picks and just roll with it. Only caution to Bears fans um, is the last time the Bears gave up two first round picks, you know who they picked up? Who's that? Your boy, all world, Jay Cutler. <laughs> Your boy. Stop, stop calling that man my boy. You know how I feel about Jay. Yeah. Is Jay Cutler back in the booth? Or no? He played last season for the. I don't think they picked him up. Yeah, because you know, he was in the booth. He was supposed to be in the booth. The booth. Yeah. And then, <laughs> he was like, then he got a call from Miami. He's like, okay, I'm dipping. Yeah. He got that paycheck because he didn't do nothing for the Dolphins. I was wondering if he was back in the booth. But yeah, I don't know. I think only time will tell how that Khalil Mack situation works out. Um, another topic or storyline that I think is interesting going into the 2018 season. And uh, we had a little discussion about this on the last, po- last podcast. I made a prediction about this team. But I, I do think, is Tom Brady going to be Tom Brady this year? Is he? He's going to be 41, right? I wish right. y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to re- well, I think personally, I do think it's a storyline. Can he continue? Is he going to continue to play at the level of an elite quarterback? That's That's all. That's all. That's a, that's a storyline for me going to the season. I mean, if that's what you want to make a storyline, that's fine. For me, that's not a storyline. You just I, think he's going to play at elite level. He's going to be elite. Now, is, is he going to be the NFL MVP? I don't know. That's 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 what I'm thinking. Is he going to? That's a that's elite level. If you if you are playing at elite level, then you are. It says a quarterback. Yeah, you're a candidate to be the MVP. Is he going to play in the elite level at 41? I think that's a storyline. It's going to be a storyline eventually, or it's going to be made a storyline when if, if, yeah. when he has a, a bad game. Hey, hey, hey. it might be a storyline after week one. And as a Texan fan, I ain't mad at that. I won't be mad at that either. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely won't. But I, I do think that going into this upcoming year, it's going to be interesting to see if he can continue to play at such a high level throughout the course of the year. I just think it's going to be interesting to see. I just think anybody who may not think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Can we not, can we not do that? I, I just want to do that. Can, I, I, I tried, you, to, I tried put, to avoid that. You put up the storylines. So I'm just going to follow through. If anybody doesn't think he's the greatest quarterback, he's, quarterback. Not be, he's not being paid as much as the greatest quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that quarterback is Aaron Rodgers, sir. Okay. Well, um, we can take him and his one Super Bowl, but. Anybody who doesn't think he's the greatest quarterback of all time, you should look at who he's throwing to this season, particularly with Julian Edelman out. 
for four games. I mean, his best receiver right now, at least the one he's probably has the most experience with, is Chris Hogan. Right. And then they have, I think, Corderell Patterson. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean we gonna see if he's if he's <laughs> as great as he says he is. It shouldn't he, be a problem. It, well, it probably won't be a problem. He has a better receiving core than Aaron Rodgers does. I I just can't agree with that. He has Gronkowski. Okay, you can okay, say he's okay. not a receiver. Oh, he has Jimmy Graham too on your side. Yes, I, I forgot. Has, I forgot Jimmy wait, Graham. Wait, he has Jimmy Graham. No, I forgot. He has Devonte. No, no, no. You're right. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. He has, he has Randall, a Randall Cobb. You're right. You're right. Okay. You're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Don't play yourself. He has a better coach, but okay. My bad. But. I think we kind of mentioned it too. Another storyline would be, is Aaron Rodgers going to live to his contract this year? I think that's going to be a storyline going to the year as well. I mean, they the highest uh, contract. I, I mean, he's going to play well. I don't, I just, uh, he's going to play well. Well, when you get that much money, which is we're doing right now, you're going to start comparing him to other quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, you are, you've already said he's the greatest of all time. I didn't, I didn't necessarily say that. I say he's getting paid. Like the greatest quarterback. Oh, of all time. so he's not That's better than Tom Brady. Accolade wise, do you want to do this right now? <laughs> do you want to do this right now, you sir? Seem, you seem like you, you wish you watched it right now. I mean, so your first storyline saying, "Oh, can he ball at forty one? And the second one's, "Can Aaron Rodgers live up to his contract?" Make I'm not. Mind, I'm honey. not. I'm talking about for this 2018 season. Yes, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league going into the season. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I said, sir. Don't look at me like that. Y'all should see Chris's face. He is. Woo. So anyway, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback to me in the league right now. Can he live to his contract? I think that's going to be a storyline going into 218. Well, since you brought up uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think it's right. Can lead live up to his contract? The next person in line for that is Kirk Cousins. Yep. I mean, with the team he has, let me ask you this. Who do you think is the favorite going into the NFC North? Is it the... It's the Minnesota Vikings. Over the Packers? Yes, Absolutely. The Minnesota Vikings, they so went, let's check this out. They were a play away okay. from getting to the NFC Conference Championship. Um, Case Keenan was there last year. They yeah. feel like that was the one missing piece to get them to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They've actually gotten better. I can't say that for the Packers. They got Jimmy Graham, but I don't necessarily think that makes them a better team. Which team has a better defense? It's the Minnesota Vikings. But my thing is this, and <laughs> You can't say this guy's the best quarterback coming into the season when he's not even favored to win his division. That's tough for me to swallow. That's tough. You, you can say that. How? You can say that. Because quarterback who's the best is the quarterback. Position. Who's the best quarterback in the AFC South? That's tough. That's tough. But you can say that the Jacksonville Jaguars will win that division. And they might have the worst quarterback in that division. Well, that's because that was. I'm little, just saying. I'm just saying. That's I'm because just saying. All the quarterbacks are a little closer in that division. No, 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 no. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. No, Blake Bortles. Blake Wait. No, calm no, no, down. No, no, calm no, no, down, no, no, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. I'm just going based on what you said. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the division. No one's going to argue that. No. No, I'm not going to. It's I'm, a team. Football is an ultimate wait, wait, team but sport. Wait, wait, wait. the difference, though? Because you're bringing up Blake. And that's a good point. I get it to you. You've been bringing up good points lately. That's what I do. That's what I do, Blake. But let me shut it down. Let me shut it down. We're not saying there's the division. You said the league. If you're the best coming into the league, you better be the favorite. You probably should be the favorite to win the whole thing. But you at least better be the favorite to win your division. You're saying he's not even the favorite to win his division. Look, you can be a top-tier quarterback in your division and not be favorite to win the division. Because like, like I was going to say, football is the ultimate team hey, sport. Okay, let me give you this. 
When Peyton Manning was playing for the Colts, was there ever a moment where they weren't favored to win their division? But the division was trash. Mm-hmm. But answer the question. But the, but the division was so, trash. Though. Were they ever that's, not that's, the favorite to win the division? But because that's, there's that's, multiple times where the Titans got out in the playoffs, Texans made the playoffs, and the uh, why don't uh, Colts why don't, why don't, the, why don't uh, you use me. why don't you use a more closely like the best division with the best quarterbacks is definitely going to be the NFC South. You have the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. You had the New Orleans Saints. You had the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Mm-hmm. All four of those quarterbacks are above decent. Which quarterback in the division is the best quarterback? Now, I, I don't know. You can say whoever, whoever you want, but it's yeah. not clear cut. Because it's, they're, they're all yeah, really close. Yeah, so you can't say that about the division. If if you say that Drew Brees loses that division, there have been some years where that Norris Saints team the, but, was garbage. But this is the difference, though. Any of those quarterbacks, according to you, because Aaron Rodgers is the best, doesn't matter. Any of those quarterbacks in that, that division take Cam Newton, you take Jameis Winston, you take Drew Brees or Matt Ryan, and you put them in the NFC North, you're still saying Aaron Rodgers is the best, correct? So he better be favored to win the division. It's no, just okay, that okay, simple. No, no, okay, no, no, okay. So who's favored to win the, N- the, AF, the, the, the NFC South? I think it's a toss-up because I think all those quarterbacks are really close. You can make an argument for Drew Brees, for Cam Newton, and for Matt Ryan. So any of those quarterbacks that does not win that division. Okay, you're saying this because I'm saying Aaron Rodgers is the absolute yes. best of all. Okay, I get it. I get that. But if you put Aaron Rodgers, even if you put Aaron Rodgers in that NFC South division, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be favored to win I agree with that, that because I'm not calling him the best of anything. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make that statement. So who's your favorite to win that that division? Minnesota Vikings? The NFC North? Yes. I think the Vikings and the Packers are co-favorites. I don't think there was one person, one team I'm looking at saying, I'm surprised. I think the Vikings or the I think you just want to poop on Aaron Rodgers. I'm not trying to poop on Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying, Rogers. man, if you want to do the discount double check, you better be ready to back it up. That's it. But that's what comes with the territory. You're absolutely right. If you want to call yourself the best at something or if you're the highest played player, player in the league, that's what's going to come with it. That's yeah. that's why I said that's the storyline. Can he live up to that contract? Yeah. Because now they're going to start comparing him to other great players. Yeah. All right. So what are the storylines we have? My, my, we've talked about this several times on the podcast, but what happens with the national anthem? Mm. I mean, let's be real. Donald Trump came out again. But they're, they're, go, they're, going, to, they're going to stop televising it. That's what they say. And... You have your choice whether or not you want to go out there or not. That's what they say. But we, how long ago were we talking about Dak? A couple of weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Eventually, some player is going to say something and it's going to blow up again. I think it's going to stop. I don't think it's, you think it's going to be another national anthem kind of thing. Well, what, I mean, that's what we're, it's a storyline. It's something mm-hmm. we're looking out for. You're right. It may fade into the distance or maybe the forefront, particularly that Kaepernick's case beat summary judgment, which basically means the NFL tried to beat his case prior to going to trial. The judge says, no, there's enough evidence. So they're going to trial. That's what it looks like. It depends when they actually get to trial and what happens there. But I think that's a storyline you want to look at, particularly if you have certain players making, taking a knee or speaking about certain things and Donald Trump continues to make comments about it. Mm -hmm. Because that was this whole rhetoric last year. Oh, we're not even watching football anymore. Right. I want to see what happens. Is he going to make comments about it? Um, the, the, the sports broadcast stations say, oh, we're not going to televise it. We're not going to show it. But we know good and well. Mm-hmm. If a big-time player does it, 
mm-hmm. is going to be dominating the headlines. So, but they but they can't do it anymore, right? That's how the rules are set up. If you don't want to stand, that's not true though. Remember, you're going to stay in the locker room. But well, they, there are people that still kneel, still kneel. And more importantly, yeah. the rule the NFL kind of walked that back. They're like, well, let's walk it back a little bit. Right. Because no one got fined or anything. Exactly, like that. because you know they know they know better. Mm-hmm. They they they've just they've just done a horrible job of handling this, mm-hmm. and it's not going away. Yeah, I can agree with that. So another headline going to the season, and I think someone told me that this was brought up to cover the national anthem controversy was the new rule, the helmet rule. Someone has a conspiracy theory that the NFL only did that so we can talk less about the national anthem controversy. Mm -hmm. But that's definitely going to be part of the storyline going to the new season. Is this new rule or how is this new rule going to affect the games for the season? You know my honest truth to that? What's that? Most people don't even know what the new helmet rule is. That's, they, they did it that That's the way they did it on you, purpose. They made it murky, but I I don't think it's going to play big factors in the season. I just don't think they're going to call that much. Maybe week one. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, when week one starts, everybody's kind of new and just things go crazy. But I think after that, either A, they're going to not do it anymore or call it anymore. Or B, I think what's probably more likely than not. Um, they're just going to, you know, how during the middle of the NFL season, sometimes the NFL comes out and says, yeah, I kind of made a couple thing. Like, you know, we're just not going to really call it anymore. I think that's what's going to happen with that rule because during the preseason, it didn't sound like the, even the referees knew what the they did it. They didn't know what they, they were. had no clue. They had no clue whatsoever. I mean, they were kind of just guessing <laughs> at a whim, like, okay, that looks like a, a penalty right that there. Looks, yeah. And they just throw yeah. the flag. I mean, exactly. that's ridiculous. I mean, you want to talk about player safety. Then you better make sure your referees understand what the rule is, because mm-hmm. <laughs> if they don't understand what the rule is and what the what the heck are they out there for? Yeah, I mean you, and you're basically doing it for player safety. Yeah, I, I the NFL has been mucking up a lot of things lately yeah, for yeah. a while. Yeah, under this Goodell regime, is that is that right? The regime yeah. is it a regime? I mean, you can call it whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you, you ain't doing it right at all, at all. Completely off topic. Have you seen? Ed Hockley's son, refereeing games. No, I haven't. Bro, not. you got to see it. It's hilarious. I don't know, look <laughs> like he's it. wearing the same tight shirts as his dad. Is he swole? Yeah, too? he's swole. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ed Hockley's swole, though, man. You can wear the tight shirts where you swole, man. Nah, man. He can't, you don't even know what direction he's pointing at <laughs> oh, sometimes. Oh, God. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Any other topics going into the 2018 season? Well, we kind of referenced it a little bit. It's just in general quarterbacks in their safety how much how much are they going to protect them this season mm-hmm. we had a lot of quarterback injuries some of them not really related to you know contact but we got andrew luck who's coming back obviously deshaun watson i mean you see tampa tampa bay's quarterback let's see what happens when he comes off not an injury but a suspension in Jameis winston a number of good players are coming back off of injury we're seeing i want to see how they're going to perform mm-hmm. after a year particularly nobody's talking about this Minnesota's running back, Dalvin Cook, coming off of injury. Mm. I'm just interested to see um, how these players respond. And in in reverse to that, just this weekend, Jerick McKinnon, the running yeah. back for yeah. the uh, the 49ers, gets injured. He didn't play in the preseason. His yeah. first live contact drill, what happens? Tears his ACL. Right, right. So it's that balance where some teams took te- players out and held them out. Um, and then playing the preseason, I want to see what happens week one. Do we have a high rash of ACL injuries mm-hmm. like we normally do? And which players are those players? Because that's yeah. huge. Yeah, you did talk about bounce back players. Yeah. There are, you know, a handful that we definitely are looking at. 
I think number one on that list is Andrew Luck. Yeah. We want to see if Andrew Luck is going to get back to be an elite quarterback because he was an elite quarterback. Yeah. The Indianapolis Colts were at one point one game away from going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And after that, it kind of went downhill. We want to see if Andrew Luck can get back to that level. That's going to be an interesting storyline. Of course, we have Deshaun Watson yeah. coming off injury. What can he do? Can he play a full season? Can he play at a level that he played during those six games when he was healthy? Um, and I think those are those are those are the two quarterbacks in particular that I'm looking at. Then you want to look at the, the quarterbacks in their new teams. Yeah. You have Kirk Cousins. We talked about him a little bit. Is he going to be able to perform mm-hmm. in Minnesota? You have uh, Case Keenum. He's going to Denver. Can he prove, you know, people wrong that he is a starting quarterback yeah, in this league? Consistent Yeah, but he's yeah. been he's been trying to prove people wrong for a long, long yeah, time Yeah, I mean, at now. some point, you just got to just play out. And yeah. part of that is Alex Smith. Yeah, Alex Smith is going to be. With the skins. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, too. A lot of people are pretty high on that, though. I'm, I'm, I, one, I, think, one of I think they're going to I think they're going to have a solid season. I really do. I think the NFC East, we've talked about this numerous times. It's going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Cowboys are going to be part of that fight. I don't I don't think they are either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I kind of whispered it. I just, oh, man. You, you have the risk is they're going to be better. You have the Giants. They're going to be better. Yeah, They definitely are going to be better. And then you had the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to be, they're going to be up there. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah. But if, if you, I, I did say that the Cowboys might finish last in the division. And it's just because the other teams were able to get better. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys really didn't do anything to get better. They, they got Zeke back. Mm-hmm. But besides that, they haven't done anything to get better. I don't see, I don't see them going to no Super Bowl. Yeah. I know that for sure. The problem, um, the honest problem is the NFC is loaded. The NFC really is. I mean, let's break it down. Let's be objective here. How many bad teams are in the NFC? Hmm. There are not many. So, so we had the, 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 we talked about the, um, NFC South. We talked about the South. We, we talked, talked about, about the North. The North. In the North. The um, North is probably the division. Okay. Where, well, the Lions are never going to be completely. Well, I'm talking garbage. about the Bears. Even though they have Khalil, Khalil Mack. Mack now, they but, have a trust in Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I can't, but they we'll were, see. they were bad last year. Yeah. Let's put it that way. They were bad last year. She so had the Bears. You had the Packers. You had the Lions. And then the Vikings. And the Vikings. So mm, that's just one. They Maybe one, one with the Bears. The the um. Let's go with the West then. The West. You have 49ers with Garoppolo. Yeah, but they're supposed to be getting. This will be better this year. They're supposed to be. Right. So we're not going to call them garbage. We're not. They're right. not a bad team coming right. to the year. Right. Right. Definitely not the Rams. Mm, not the Seahawks Rams. are not supposed to be bad. No. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't name a bad team in that division. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. see, the more and more you think about it, the NFC and, is loaded. And in each division, you can't. You don't have a clear cut winner. I would say the only team in the West, maybe, maybe are the Cardinals. Because I don't know what they're doing at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Right. That may be the only bad team. But they, they, come to the David year. Johnson will be coming back from ACL injury. From ACL injury as well. So that's another person or player they're going to be looking at to see if they can bounce back. But if David Johnson continues where he left off and that defense does anything, they, they might be all right as well. But you're right. Each of those divisions, you can't name me a clear cut winner. Yeah. You just can't. Um, in the AFC side, you know, most people will say that the New England Patriots are the clear cut to mm-hmm. win that division. Yeah. Um, you had division, the um, AFC West. You have the the Broncos. You have the Raiders. You have uh, Chiefs. the Chiefs. Yeah. And there's one more team I'm looking for. Raiders, Chiefs, Chargers. Broncos, and the Chargers. There's not a clear cut winner in that division either. You can see any of those things yeah, winning but it. Pittsburgh, 
will be favored to win the division. Absolutely. Right. That's yeah. an absolute. Yeah. So you have two. I mean, we had a guest on here that thinks the Browns are going to win. Right. Right. Well, I mean, that's not, I don't, I think it was a bold prediction. No, it wasn't a prediction. That's, <laughs> go, but don't, that's the storyline right there. Are the Browns better? Because on paper, they're better. No doubt. They're better. So, and I, I do think, uh, Tyrod Taylor is a little underrated. A little. I'm a little. You're not, you're not, you don't have to convince me. Of that. So I, 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 I think I, he's I, definitely underrated. So I think they can compete for a playoffs. This is, this is a man who led the Bills to the playoffs in the first time in how many years? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's, not, a decade. it's not that ludicrous. But it's not Browns. just that. I mean, led them to the playoffs in, I think it was a decade. Right. And they let him go. Right. I, you know, that's, that's the way it is. That's crazy. I, I have theories on that. I'm not, I don't sound like an angry black man. Mm, okay. I, 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 I we'll leave it at that, though. Here we go. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Here we go. So I, I do think that um, that's another storyline as well. Can the Browns actually make a push to go to the playoffs? Because year after year, you know, they had a year a while back. They had uh, Derek Anderson as a starting quarterback. The year before, they finished 10-6. and six. They missed the playoffs. Yeah. Everybody thought that next year they will be on their way, and they totally fell apart. Bomb. They bombed. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Are there any teams that did not make the playoffs last year that you look to be in the playoffs this year? Texans. Any. Okay. For sure, let's, the I mean, Texans. Let's, let's exclude the Texans for a minute. Okay. Because I we both agree the Texans are a playoff team this year. They On paper, mm-hmm. they have the talent, the potential to go to the playoffs. Excluding the Texans, is there another team you looked at that missed the playoffs that you think should be a playoff contender this year? Well. When you say should, I, I'm going to say borderline, I, I would put them up there, or the mm. Broncos, if the Broncos. they get a decent quarterback play. That mm. defense is still legit. Going to mile high is legit. There's Everything about that team is good. They need decent quarterback play. Their receivers are good. Damaris Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, neither one of them are elite, but together they are pretty darn good. Mm. As you get somebody who can sling the ball around, because remember, Case Keenum had Thielen, and and the guy who ran into the end zone at the end of the uh, yeah Diggs uh, Diggs Stephon Diggs, two solid receivers. I don't think either one is elite, but they're both good. Mm-hmm. They can both beat their men. They have that in Denver. Yeah, I think that is one team that could potentially make the playoffs based on the changes they made mm-hmm. in the offseason. I look at the San Diego Chargers. Oh my god! As I, I know every year it's every year it is every year. <laughs> but you know we talk about quarterbacks on this podcast a lot. We don't really mention Philip Rivers a lot. He is – can we still say he's an elite quarterback? I mean, he's almost in this category now where maybe the furthest he's made – they has he made it to a, a championship – conference championship game? Yeah, they made a championship game. Once, right? I that, think that's when time. he had LT yeah, and they and lost. And they lost. Yeah. But Phillip Rivers is probably – right now I want to say he's the best quarterback in the league not to win a Super Bowl. Is that, is that a fair statement? I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, because he have, made it to more than one championship game too, by the way. I don't know for sure, but they've been heartbreaking. Well, they, they definitely made it to. You know, they made it to two. Yeah, sure. Okay, so I do think that's a team that has the opportunity or the potential to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, after missing it last year, um, and Phil Rivers is a good enough quarterback to do that. So we shall see what happens with that. I think it's just another nine and seven season waiting. To nine and seven season waiting to happen. Yeah, they I, just I, do it over and over I, and over, and it's just and they're they're L.A. now, right? Yeah, I think I called them San Diego. But they're the L.A. Chargers it's okay. now. It's all and they're, the same. They're, are, they, are they playing in L.A. now? Yeah, they're playing that little stadium. Yeah. so they, Nobody's they, still showing up to yeah, watch they, they, I don't know why they moved. <laughs> I don't get I don't know why either. But I think that that might be a far task for them, actually. A tall task yeah. for them because with the, the moving from place to place. But who knows? I don't know. I really don't know. 
Any more topics for the NFL? Storylines looking at? Um, I mean, you know me. I'm always looking at Cam. I think really he have an MVP season. I mean, you, not a storyline. Is it a storyline? Did you not bring up Aaron Rodgers? Did I question <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers? I don't understand. I that. brought him up because of the contract, though. That's why. Can he live to that contract? But I, go ahead, go ahead. Talk I, about I'm Cam. just bringing up Superman because, you know, we talked about this earlier in the podcast. Um, there's a bum out there that called him out. So I'm just wondering if he's going to oh put on his cake this season. Your love for but, Cam but, I'm, but what I'm serious is, doesn't he have North Turner there this season? Is it North Turner that's there? I can't, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know. But I, all I know is he has a uh, an offensive coordinator there, a new one. I know that, and mm. they're trying to get him to stay off of the running game as much. Right. I'm interested to see how he plays into that this season. Right. I don't think that's a good look for him, man. I think his mobility is what makes Cam Cam. Um, I don't want him to stay in the pocket. Even uh, Russell Wilson doesn't stay in the pocket all day. He rolls out. He buys time. He creates plays. Mm-hmm. Let Cam do that. Let Cam Newton be Superman. I, I, don't, I don't see how that's going to be beneficial to him. And the haters can keep hating. They are. <laughs> we have one on this show that hates a lot. I'm not going to say any names, though. <laughs> we didn't give a shout out to Trey today. Did we miss Trey? Uh, not really. Okay. But, you know, there are some listeners. I've been to one or two. That miss him. Okay. He's his wife and kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but now, now out of you know, real talk, he Trey's a very busy person, so he's out today, but he'll he'll be back. He will definitely be back. All right, so next topic up for discussion, uh Walt Frazier. Did you already say, Chris? Uh, I did about Kevin Durant. You know I heard it. <laughs> oh wow. So he said he would put an asterisk next to Kevin Durant's name. I'm gonna go ahead and um play the audio. For you, let's do real quick. I mean, as great a player he is, I would still hold back because man, he joined a team that really didn't need him. You know what I mean? I mean, he's he's right there with LeBron, probably will surpass LeBron as the best player in the game soon. But for him doing that, I still don't give him the full credit that that he probably would have deserved if he stayed with OKC and won a title with that team. He's going to be down the down the list for me. Because of that, you know, because there will be a ostrich by his name. It's not something that I would have done. I would have never joined West or Russell or Chamberlain. You know, I want to kick their butt. So, yeah, so he, he basically said he's going to put an asterisk next to his name that um, he would never do what he did and go and play with another team with other superstars on it, basically, that he wanted to beat those teams himself. We've talked about this before in the podcast, right? About LeBron jumping ship, Kevin Durant jumping yeah, ship. Let's be clear. There's no reason to talk about LeBron. We're he jumped ship, Durant. though. He jumped ship, though. We're talking about Kevin Durant. The, the, start, <laughs> the start of it, the, the, the real start of it was the big three for the Celtics, right? Kevin Durant, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen playing together. They called it for the big three. this generation, yes. That was the start of it. Yeah. It had to be. Because they came from different teams and created a super team. Yeah. A quote unquote super team. Yeah. So anyway, I don't necessarily think that there has to be an asterisk next to Kevin Durant's name. Yeah. The NBA is set up in a way to where that could happen. So why should anybody look at that and diminish his championship or his legacy? That's just the way it happened. He didn't cheat or anything like that. Now, if he were using PDs or something like that, then yeah. 
I'll put an asterisk next to his name because that is perf- enhancing your performance. But he didn't do anything that, look, I don't care what anybody says. When you look at it 10 or, you know, five years down the line, you might look at the run and think, you know, the Warriors dominated. They were one game away from losing the Rockets. That, that was a tough, tough series. Now, the Warriors can't win. Kevin Durant and the Warriors, they really can't win for nothing. Because if they lose that series, everybody's like, oh, wow, y'all lost to the Rockets? Y'all should have won that series. Look, 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 your team is stacked, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But when they win, it's like, oh, you're supposed to win. So no one cares, you know? But that's that's what happened. There's one thing he said mm-hmm. that stuck out to me. It wasn't the part when he said he's going to join his people from his generation wouldn't join. Because that's, got, that's old-timer talk. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. But what I do care about is when he said they didn't need him. Right. That hit it for me. Just think about it. As a hooper, and we've been so, down this road. But let me say this, though. We've been down this road. As a hooper, it's one thing to go to a, a good team that's stacked. But it's another thing to go to a team that doesn't need you. So what's that based on, though? When you say a team doesn't need you, does that mean they're a playoff team? Playoff teams need players, right? That's, that's a great question. Oh, does that mean a team that goes to the finals and loses? Yeah. Do you still you still might need extra players to get over that hump? Yeah. That team, yes, they broke the record for most wins in the season. That's that's what we're but, but 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 they lost in the finals. They did not win a championship. They were down three games to one. Yeah. To OKC. Yeah. It's not besides the, the year before last. The Warriors, they didn't cakewalk to the finals in those championships. There's one. There's one run they had where they cakewalked. The first one, they cakewalked. Mm. They cakewalked that finals. Mm. Before Kevin Durant, they did. Okay. Other than, I mean, they did. Okay. So, the year before that, though, they lost in the finals to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they had to make a miraculous comeback against OKC to get there. So, that's what, that's what, so let's, let's talk about the years correctly. When they that had was the in the same year. No, no. Okay, I got. It. Let me tell you though. So the year where they had the miraculous comeback, I'm talking about the year before that. The year okay. before that's when they coasted to the chip. That's fine. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then the next season, Kevin Durant's team challenges them. That's a 72 win season, and they lose to the Cavaliers. Mm, yes. And then the following that's the year season, I'm talking about. Kevin Durant comes there, and helps right? Right. And and, and 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 helps them win a championship. Yeah. Or really, just coast to a championship. Well, that's what they did. This is what this is what I'm telling you. Though. That team needed something. But not Kevin Durant. Okay, but Kevin Durant. But, and, and more importantly, but, more importantly, but more importantly, they didn't need anything. They were probably, arguably, one suspension away from winning the finals anyway. I can agree with that. That's my I'm, point. Though. I'm pretty it's much playing. Great. I'm playing devil's advocate. Oh, I, know, right? I know you're I playing am. devil's advocate. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to shut it down. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do because it's nonsense. They didn't need him. Because they've picked up a piece. You know, teams have been picking up pieces throughout the season. That's what happens. You can pick up a piece here or there. But when you listen to Frazier's comments, he talks about the old-timer stuff at the end. But from the beginning standpoint, we talked about this before, and I've said this before his comments. If you're other raw hoopers in the room, it's it's just when he walks in, everybody's like, everybody's going to start doing the, you know, smacking their lips together because they know, like, dude, you're so good. And you just bought a championship. You're not Mm -hmm. like the rest of us. Well, this this is what I'm going to say right here. I, I think you're looking at the wrong way. I think any professional team always needs more players. That's just the bottom line. Each year is different than the next. 
So for you to say that the Golden State Warriors didn't need him, I kind of disagree with that. What really hit me on that and what is probably what hits most players in the NBA is the competition. Yes, it put them over edge by far when Kevin Durant came there. But like I said, they lost. They did not win a championship. When you do not win a championship, you're always looking to find ways to make your team better. I, if, and- if the Rockets... Mm-hmm. Lost championship. They were stacked or whatever. Or they, people thought they were stacked. And they lost the finals. And a player of the caliber of Kevin Durant was available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to pick you up. Do you push, do you push over and the Nobody's edge? arguing okay, that, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm just saying. You, you, I'm looking at it in the perspective of my team. And we're talking specifically about Kevin Durant. So that's the need, what we're talking about. So, but, but that's what I'm talking about. The need thing. I don't care about that. That's it's, what I'm saying. But this is the thing. I'm though, talking about the competitive a, nature of the sport. And, and, that's and that's what I'm my talking point about. It's not a need thing. Because even James Harden said it. Like mm-hmm. I know how some people feel about James, but James is to the point where it's like, hey, we don't need LeBron James. We need help. We need additional players, but we don't need LeBron but it's, James. It's, it's basically because of it's, it's but it's it's, it's because it's, of different things. Pride and competition. But you want to be able to lead your team that. to that's a championship. True. And that's, but, okay, that's, that makes the point even worse for Kevin Durant. You're basically saying the man ain't got no pride. Yeah, which I've never said that. You just said it. Kevin, if you're listening, he, he just said you ain't got – he ain't listening. But if he is don't listening – Don't twist up my words. <laughs> you're don't, saying the man ain't got do pride. Don't do Kevin, don't I ain't do never said you ain't had pride. I just said you're a snake. <laughs> that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like you just basically – hey. You know, you join the best team I, on the I block. Think, I, I also think Colin Mistake is, is kind of going overboard. Okay, I think Snake because, is overboard. I'll give you that. Snake may be over the board. I would just say, you know, you you bought a championship. How about that? I, I can't even look. <sighs> I don't necessarily think he bought a championship. I think he took the easy road. I've said it oh, before. Okay, he okay. Took, he took the easy okay. road. Yes. Mm-hmm. He knew when he went to Golden State he was going that to that win. was going to be an easier path to the championship mm-hmm. than staying in OKC yep. or going to Washington. Because yep. those are the two things I was hearing about. His, or San Antonio. Yeah. San Antonio was an option as well. That was definitely going to be an easier road going there. But it wasn't just as an easier road. If for me, if the Warriors didn't win 73 games, if the Warriors weren't one suspension for Warriors fans, one possession, mm-hmm. one block, Mm-hmm. One miraculous shot from winning the finals, I would probably be okay. But all of those things together, mm-hmm. it's just paints such. But a that's ugly a lot of picture. stuff. A lot of things have to happen. Look, but, but let this, me say right but now. This is the thing, though. It wasn't. They're all small things. No, more importantly, me, they're all one play. Okay, so let me let me say something real quick. So if OKC wins that series, yeah, is Kevin Durant a Golden State Warrior right now? I don't think so. If the Golden but State you know Warriors win wait, wait, the but championship. But you know why? But you know why? Why? Do you think Golden State picks them up? I don't think yeah. they do. I don't think they do. They do. I don't think they do. I, I, I still you think You know they why? Do. Because players like Draymond Green have too much pride. They wouldn't do it. Mm. They wouldn't do it. I think they would. I, still, I don't think I they, still would. Think they would. They wouldn't do it. They would I, not I think, do I it. I think part That's of the reason. That's what's so funny to me, though. They would not do it. I think they still would. Nope. Like, I, I, I just think you do not turn down a player. And I think we're talking about this error of players as well. I just think that they will be like, yeah, come on up. But so that'll, that'll, that'll make Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant look worse, right? What, what makes him look, if they had, if OKC had, had won, won and then lost the finals and then he went to Golden State, State, would that look worse than what, or is it the same thing or what? Uh, it, it would depend how they lost in the finals. Because Man. if they got swept, 
And let's just say hypothetically, right, that he went off and Russ played like right. garbage. But why would that be so? Because it's pretty much the same thing. No, no, they it had it'll a still be bad. No, no, I'm saying it'll still be bad. I'm just, I'm just trying to see if there's a scenario, a possible scenario where he maybe wouldn't get as much flat. I think that'd be the only way mm-hmm. where he balled out during the finals and Russell Westbrook shot 30 shots a game and wasn't passing him the ball, which has never been the case anyway. But if that happened, and then that would be the only way it's not as bad. So let's say Golden State wins a championship that year. Okay. Do you think Kevin Durant decides no. to go to Golden State? I don't State think he goes there. I don't think he goes there because they don't, guess what? They would think they don't need him. But they didn't need him. From no, the this is dumped him off Kevin Durant, though. You think Kevin Durant will still see it as an option? From the way he's talking, I think he would. I think he'd probably think. So he- that, that's a scenario right there where he will look 10 times worse. I agree. I think that, 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 does, that you know, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> the backlash would be I mean let's be real the backlash with Kevin Durant is probably this is the thing with Kevin and we and you were just for lack, lack of better words we're just Joe Blows we're just guys who watch sports we both play sports and I think we're both talented at it now, don't get it twisted if somebody's listening to new channel sports podcast and y'all think y'all can come body me and me and O-N-Y, don't play yourself um, unless you're Kevin Durant but what I'm saying is we're just normal guys but these are Hall of Famers who keep coming out over and over and over saying, man, in the club, in the clubhouse, this dude has an asterisk. Come on, man. And it just can't be us. It was it was obvious what he did was strange. But now that the older heads are coming out and not just saying in my day when they're saying things like, oh, they don't even need to help. Man, that's got to sting. It does sting. And I, I think that it's only natural for Kevin Durant to respond that the way that he's responding. Yeah, people calling him a cupcake. They had people saying that there should be asterisks next to his name. But like I alluded to earlier, the NBA is set up in a way to where it could happen. You have to give the Golden State Warriors some credit. I mean, if they can absorb a player of his talent on that team, then you know it is what it is. Now, on a personal note, on a personal side of it, if I were Kevin Durant, I wouldn't have done it. There are a lot of pe- players that say they wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But you're not Kevin Durant. Um, I don't think there should be an asterisk next to his name because that's what what he was able to do. No, you know, I think when they say an asterisk next to his name, I would say if you're comparing him to the greats. I don't, I don't even think that. I don't even think that. Because, because you probably don't even think of him like that. That's no, why. No, 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 no. I'm not even going to say that because okay, so I if, don't think – I don't think that – the Golden State Warriors are a good team. They're they're a great team. They are without him. Okay, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, what I don't are you thinking okay, about? Okay, look, they won okay. seventy three games. So they they won how many championships did they won now? Uh, three, three. They won two with him and one without and one without him. This is because you win one championship doesn't make you a great team. There's no guarantee but this that is they, the they lost. But they lost the Cleveland. They, they lost, lost the Cleveland. That's fine. But they won a championship and then had the greatest regular season of all time. But they didn't win a championship. I don't wait, care. Wait, wait. I don't care what the record. Let me finish. The record, let me finish up. The record, the record does matter. You can, you can I don't blow care about the record. That's fine. They, you they, can you blow by it all you, you want to. You have to win a championship. You can blow. No, you, you have to win a championship. But that's fine. You can blow by it all you want to. All I know is only one team won seventy more than 72 games, and that's the Warriors. They're the only team. Okay, that's, that's special. fine. That's fine. That's, that's special. To lose single digits losses in a season, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That was a great I team. I understand that. A great team that didn't finish, but it was a great team. Okay, but we, I think it's 
premature to call them a great team. Because, How? Because they didn't win any more championships. They only won one championship. Dude, dude. They're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, on their, they're, they're on their way to maybe doing that. I'm talking about post. Okay, so I think, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think when you say, when you're hearing great team, you're thinking greatest of all time. That team that lost the finals was a great team. Okay, this is what we're trying to get to, though. We're trying to get to as that team over time. Would they have been a great team? They might have a great a great season. No, no, no. Okay, you're doing it again. No, this is what I'm saying. Though. This is what but I'm saying. You're, are you saying like would they be known as one of the greatest teams? Would that team have won three championships? It's possible, but I, I don't. I don't know possible. that for sure. I don't know it for but sure. My point is this though. Other than the the Cleveland Cavaliers being in their way, what other team would be in their way? The Rockets. If the Rockets last season, in the last oh, 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 season. Okay, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about okay. okay so, so this so. this season would have been the first year where a team, and remember, the Rockets became loaded because they got Chris Paul. It would have still been a great challenge, right? I don't think we could say the Rockets would have won that series because there's different dynamics. Okay, and then you still got to look at what decision did Kevin Durant make. Yeah. If Kevin Durant stays in OKC, that's still a challenge. They were up three games to one. Oh, on you Golden know what State. though? I don't think it would have been a challenge anymore. You know why? Why is that? Because Kevin Durant went there. I think he was done. I think psychologically he was done. Well, that's that's a little bit much. How? I'm the, How? No, 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 no. You might you don't go up from being three one and say I'm going to go join my foe. He was beaten. He couldn't do it anymore. No, he was scared. No, 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 no. I, nah, look, okay. dude. Then why else? All go to I'm the saying. Warriors? Okay, this, this is all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. Okay, let's let's say not the Warriors, San Antonio. Let's say he went to San Antonio. No, he went to buy a championship. He wasn't going anywhere but the Warriors. He didn't take any we, other meetings, okay, bro. This, let me, <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting off track here a little bit. We're talking about that Warriors team pre-Kevin um, Durant. Would they have won three championships? And I don't know if that's clear cut. I really don't. And so based off that and Kevin Durant eventually joining that team, I I, I think it's, it's, it's kind of – far-fetched to say that there should be an asterisk next to his name i just do well when he says that i think you're taking it out of context okay so i think what he's saying is when you're talking about great players of their generation i think what he's saying is he'll never call him the best that's the asterisk he's talking about because let's be clear if kevin durant's career were to end today he stopped Mm -hmm. playing basketball Mm -hmm. do you think he's top 10 Top 10 greatest of all time? You see what I mean? That's part of the asterisk. That's what he's talking about. But we're still still waiting to see what happens, though. But in his career today, Mm -hmm. is he part of top 10 of all time? There's that asterisk. There's that part of you that's saying, yeah, he's really good. But. And that's all it's about. That's all he's talking about. You don't do that with LeBron. But you know what asterisks mean, though. Yeah, it's just like a little note there. No, but that, it's that, like, that, it's that almost means... like, for me, it's almost like a footnote. It's like, see here. No. And then you go there, down there. There's nothing to see. There's nothing to see. No, there is. It's like the asterisk is, but, oh, this cat joined the 72. But what you're in. saying, though, is you're saying that he is a top 10 player. Then there's an asterisk next to his name that says, see this here. He played with the Golden State Warriors. No, no, it's not. He played with the Golden State Warriors. It's see this here. He was up 3-1 and joined the team that beat him. Okay, but you're already saying that he's not a top 10 player. Of all time? So why even put an asterisk next to his name? Well, my point is, with what he has done in his career, if that asterisk weren't there, if he did that with OKC, I think most people would have him top 10. They'll see him as a top 10 player. Yeah. That's the point of asterisk. I can understand. But I don't think there should be an asterisk. I just think people are going over with this. Because there's always great teams in the NBA. There's always teams that are hard to beat. The Lakers were those teams at one point. The Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. the Chicago Bulls. So there's always been that team there. 
It just so happens that that team now is the Golden State Warriors and they have Kevin Durant there. I don't know what else he has to do to, I guess, basically gain some respect because he is being disrespected left and right. I can understand the, the choice made. That's fine. And for many people's eyes, though, for somebody like uh, uh, Walt Clyde Frazier, who who's a great player in his own right, right? They probably feel like he disrespected the game. Mm-hmm. As a Joe Blow, I've said that a number of times, but for to hear somebody who's as good as he is say that, like, you've disrespected the game, bro. Mm-hmm. People thought LeBron did that to a certain degree. To a certain degree, but not like that. But that's because that's, the difference is the difference is with LeBron, and everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. That team wasn't that great. Yeah, he brought one player with him in Bosch. Wade was already there. Okay. Wade's team didn't make the playoffs. But Wade won a championship. That's fine. But he had a great player with him, and that great, great player wasn't there anymore. Other than that, Wade didn't do nothing. Let's put it like that. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. I love, I, we mm-hmm. all love Wade, but it's, these are facts. Mm-hmm. So when LeBron went there, LeBron was instantly the best player on that squad. Mm-hmm. Instantly. I mean, it's just a different scenario. They didn't make the playoffs. But with with Kevin Durant, he went to a team that just had a guy who won back-to-back MVPs. Back-to-back MVPs. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. No, look, look. Like I said, before we start this. Come on, bro. I'm playing, I'm playing devil's <laughs> advocate. I really am. But I can agree with a lot of points that you made. I just think that it comes a point in time where we're just being a little bit too harsh on Kevin Durant. I just really – I think – the NBA, the yeah. way it's structured now, yeah. he could do it. Yeah. When it was first thought of that Kevin Durant could join the Golden State Warriors, I thought that can't happen. There's either there's no cap room or something, <laughs> or the players would be like, "No, bro, we don't we don't need you on this team." Yeah. But it happened. So I mean, hey, and, and this is my thing. I've said it before with Kevin Durant. I do think maybe we're being harsh. I do agree with that, and like it's because because that hasn't died. But the reason why it hasn't died is. As far as the competitive balance in the NBA, it's so broken right now. That's why it hasn't died. Because when people come out and say the Warriors are the greatest team, because that argument can be made. Let's be very real about it. It can be, particularly with um, the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, particularly okay. with uh, uh, number zero going there, DeMarcus Cousins. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody else in the league is like, okay, well, now what do you want us to do? So these great players are coming out and saying, oh, yeah, but Kevin Durant, why? Mm-hmm. Why? That's really what the question is, is why. He's never answered that, and he never really, really will be able to give a good answer. Because why. he can. I think that's basically and, and, and that's And that's his answer. But in rebuttal to that, and saying, why does this story still living? Why are we still talking about this a year and a half later, two years later? It's because we can, based on what you did. Right. It's simple. Okay. I can see that. I, I do think that in the future... Kevin Durant's decision will become more validated. I'm not saying it will be completely validated, but it will become more validated because we I'm hearing stories that Kevin Durant might play with LeBron James in LA. I'm just saying, if, if Kevin Durant jumps ship and plays with LeBron in LA, then that just it pretty much just dismisses everything we've said about Kevin Durant because that's the era that we live in right now. Players don't mind playing with other players. There is no, there's a competitive nature there, but they don't mind playing with other superstars. And players don't. But there's one thing to play with other superstars, and there's one thing to go to a team that won seven three games. We'll never see this again, man. The, the, the opportunity we'll, won't, be, won't be there, though. 
Well, that's, he, he was he was that, in, he was, he was in a situation and that may be that true. May, that will never happen what, for and, another player. And you know that may be true. That may very well be true. It is. But true. I don't. I don't see another player doing that, man. I just don't. I don't know. I could never I, see. Look, I would go as far as I say don't, I don't know. I can't see Kobe doing it. I can't see no, LeBron no, that, doing those, it. Okay, Kobe's an old head. I couldn't see LeBron doing that either. To a team LeBron lost to, can you see LeBron jumping ship going to play for Boston? But look, hey, but look, but look, this is, this I couldn't even think about it. But it, the opportunity was there. I don't know how close he was to doing it, but the opportunity was definitely there. He was never going to do that. I don't know that for sure. That's what I'm saying. And the thing about LeBron is this also: we just live in a new age. LeBron James did not join the LA Lakers for the competitiveness side of it. He joined the LA Lakers to build his brand, and that's LeBron James is on that level, of course. No other player can do that. Mm-hmm. But for that to be a part of the equation, that's new well, to that, me. Well, it's new, but, but more so because he's already lived out his career. I mean, that's if, what I'm saying. I mean, that's, but that's, for him, his situation is a little different. It is. It his is. His situation is a little but, different. But there are new aspects to all of this. Yeah. That makes this era different you, you from know, the past. I feel like this. You want to know the only thing that would allow me to have the respect to give Durant. And like to compare him to the LeBron, if he does it on another team, it goes another team, and that's he's going to do that. I think I think I think he's going to. I think, but this is my thing though. If he goes to LA and plays with LeBron, would that count? And the only way it would count is if LeBron is really, really not LeBron anymore. That is the only way it would count if LeBron was clearly diminished. I don't see, and I don't see that as being something crazy. Because I do, like I said earlier. Only time will tell. If yeah. Kevin Durant jumps ship, mm-hmm. goes somewhere else, and then wins a championship somewhere else again, then everything that we said about him would have to be dismissed. Well, it wouldn't be dismissed, but it would help his case. It would help his it case. Would, it would, nothing, nothing will ever be dismissed because he, he it, it was it Case was dismissed. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's a courtroom. Hey, I, no, I got you, but this case is not going to be dismissed. <laughs> if, he, if he goes somewhere else and wins one or two championships, I think the case would be dismissed. Two cases missed. I'll give you that. Two. If you won two, I'd be like, you know So I, you listen to KD. You have to go somewhere else <laughs> and win two championships and then the case would be dismissed. Go to, let him go to like Memphis or something. Go work for Memphis. a chip. Memphis. Go work for a chip. No, that's that's more than work. <laughs> if he goes to Memphis the way it's constructed now, I don't I don't think that's gonna be helpful at all to him. Um wanna say NBA here real quick. I wanna ask you another question. The Houston Rockets, are they with the new additions that they've made and some of the subtractions that they made as well, yeah. is this team better now? They're better than they were last they're better. year. I know I jumped before you finished it, yeah. but they're better. They're and better. everybody, man, this national media, man, it's like they don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced of it. Y'all are not paying attention. When you look at what the Rockets were able to do when Trevor Ariza was not playing last season, missed 15 games, they went 14 and 1. Yeah, okay. we talked about this. We talked about that. Luke Mbamute didn't play in the playoffs. We've talked about that. They lost Trevor Reese is a big miss from the standpoint of just consistency. Right. He was always there. Right. He had a down year shooting the three. Mm-hmm. I get a down year pretty much all across the board, mm-hmm. but the Rockets were able to roll without even in, in spite of that down year. Mm-hmm. What did the Rockets do in the offseason? A, they finally got rid of Ryan Anderson's contract. Right. Shout out to Darren Morey for that. They got rid of uh Ryan Anderson's contract. That's addition by subtraction. Right. So that's one. They got Carmelo Anthony, who's going to be okay. He'll mm-hmm. be a solid player. Everybody keeps saying he doesn't play defense. Rockets don't need that. 
Mm. They just really don't. You have Chris Paul, you have PJ Tucker, you have Clint Compella. When mm. you have three guys who play defense in in, mm. in a starting lineup, mm. you'll be okay. Yeah, and those are really good health defenders as well. Yeah, so I mean, they're not. It's just they'll be okay. So mm. Carmelo Anthony, as far as offensively, is an upgrade. Yeah, and then no you, doubt. Carmelo's defense is better than Ryan Anderson's defense any day of the any week. Any day of the week. So I mean, I just don't understand that. So that's that's the standpoint. Then let's look to the bench. Mm. This is real Rockets players. Yeah, they have Eric Gordon is still real there. Rockets. Fans, 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 real Rockets fans, just right. understand. Air Gordon is still there. Right, they're good with that sample. That is a key, key, key piece they had. Key to keep. piece. Remember, Green is still there. Yes, he's going to play his minutes. Then Big James Ennis. Mm-hmm. People, he could if he played solid, mm-hmm. decent, it would mm-hmm. be great. Mm-hmm. I think it's a potential to be really good mm-hmm. as a Rocket. And they finally they have two point guards now when they can battle out. Right, with uh, Brandon Knight coming mm-hmm. via trade, and then you have. Uh, Michael Carter Michael Carter Williams, who right. me and you are both big on. Yes. I think, and Maury's been big on right. for a minute, a good right. grip. And right. there's a reason why they're big on him, because that cat has some skills. Yes, yes. If you we'll, don't know we'll, that, we'll, we'll know. We'll, we'll see but, that. But I say that to say this. Who, who are your top three teams right now that will contend against the Golden State Warriors going into next year? Well, number one is the Rockets. Rockets. Mm-hmm. Number two, as much as it's... They're so overrated. It's the Celtics. It's the Celtics. Right. And number three. Uh, and then number three is a trio of teams. But you got to give me one. Got to give me one. It's a trio, bro. Give me one, nah. man. I said top three, man. Give me one. It's got to be Los Angeles. Yeah. Then. I, wow. That's, that's my it's top It's got to be Los Angeles. Um, Just because of LeBron. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it has nothing to do it. with yeah, Magic Johnson. Nothing else. No. It got nothing to do with Staples Center. Mm-hmm. It's just LeBron. Mm-hmm. You got LeBron, you got a chance. Mm-hmm. That's it. If Trey were here, I wouldn't have said the Lakers. Just a piss off. I would have said the Clippers. Yeah, I would have said the Clippers. <laughs> I would have said the best team in LA. The <laughs> best the Clippers. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Yeah. But yeah, you have to look at the Rockets. Anybody that thinks that the Rockets are not the number one team to contend against the Warriors, they're idiots. I'm sorry. Because they took them to seven last year. Yeah. And that was the biggest challenge they had. And if you look on paper, Okay, anybody says the Rockets got better. Yeah. Point blank, simple. The second best team on that is the Boston Celtics. They don't have LeBron James in the East anymore. They're getting Kyrie Irving back. They're getting Gordon Hayward back as well. I mean, as far as all the teams in the, the league, those two players help boost um, that team more than any other team in, in the NBA. Yeah. Then, of course, we had the Lakers. LeBron James has faced the Warriors. For the past, how I many, what, three years now yeah. in a row? Um, y- you got to look at the Lakers. And it's just because of LeBron James being on that team. And, and some of the Lakers' moves are underrated. Mm-hmm. They just got guys who were not afraid. I don't All know right. how they're going to make it mesh, but picking up a Ronda, Ronda mm-hmm. ain't afraid of nobody. Yeah, I'm, the chemistry is what chemistry I'm looking at. But they just have guys who LeBron can trust. Because, trust to do what, though? Okay, let me give you an example. When you look at the Rockets, when we picked up P.J. Tucker last season, most people are like, what are they doing? He doesn't shoot the three that well. But there are people who know how to hoop when it's time to hoop. Lance Stevenson's one of those guys. He's not a great player, but when you put him in a clutch situation, he will take and make a shot. I, I or at think the very I, least, he will take it with confidence. That's what you need when you're playing with LeBron. You can't have cats who are like, I'm afraid. The moment's too big. That well, okay, can't okay, happen. Okay, okay. Look, look, look. You're talking about cats that know how to play. As far as them making sure that they make the playoffs, I'm talking about for them to contend against the Golden State See, that's, Warriors. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they have cats who they're when they're playing a team like the Warriors are not afraid. Lance Stevenson came out and said LeBron's gonna have is gonna sick me on people next season. What he's basically saying is I am the dog on this team. 
And you have dogs on that team with Rondo and with uh, Lance Stevenson. That's I, what you need. I, well, my thing is, I think it's more important to have chemistry than that. If you want to well, consistent the with the Gwinsawars. Well, the, the regular season is their chance to build that. Mm-hmm. They may not have the greatest record. And they don't care because you have LeBron. What they care about is when they get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. there's enough chemistry so where LeBron can go put somebody like Stevenson and say, go blow on Curry's ear. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody blowing Curry's ear before. Go blow on his ear and see what he does. Rondo, go try to trip him. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but they have guys who are not afraid. That's what the Rockets had last season. When the Rockets were going against the Warriors, weren't nobody scared. But they had chemistry, too. But, and but, that's and what that's the Lakers are going to need to build. Yeah. Okay. That being so, it kind of reminds me of OKC last year. They had some people that weren't afraid. They had Paul George. I don't. I, I disagree with that. They had a lot Paul of cats. They had a, they, other other than the stars. They mm-hmm. had no role players. Okay, that's fine. This year they finally did. Right, coming into the season. So, but they were they were a scary team last year. Well, that's what people. That, thought. That's, well, that's what. That, let's let's put that that, that way. And I could. I think the Lakers are in the same category. They're a scary team in the playoffs. Yeah. When you have LeBron James in the playoffs, anything can happen. Anything. You're, you you can compete against any team. In the West. If the yeah. Lakers and the Rockets go head to head, I'm scared. I don't care what I mean, and I don't care what be. there's yeah. there's there's why who would say even, even if it's the one number one versus, versus number eight. eight. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> you're, you're scared. Look, if the Rockets were the one seed and the Lakers are the eight seed, and it's the last game of the season, you better blow that game. You're the Rockets. Right. If you can get to number two, you mm-hmm. just blow the game. Yeah. Don't play it. Yeah, you just just do it. Because you don't want to play against LeBron. It's just too much. Well, I mean, eventually they might have to play against LeBron anyway. So if the Rockets are having a great year already, I'm saying I'm scared because anything happened when we had LeBron James on the opposite side of the court. Yeah. But still, if they're having a great year, then number one, I'll be like, you know, I'm not, I'm not scared, scared. I mean, no, they scared. should win. Mm. They should win. Mm. It's enough for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I want to talk one more topic before we go. I'll talk about Serena Williams here a little bit. So he, she cannot wear the cat suit anymore. Um, was it a French Open? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. It made me sad. I cried that day. I mean, I was not even the biggest fan of the cat suit. What? Some of her outfits, bro, are really out there. The cat suit is not one of them. I mean, it's, it's out there, but it looks nice. The cat suit is nice. It is nice. Okay, I'm about to get married, son. <laughs> so you ain't getting me in trouble. <laughs> I'm not getting in trouble with the cat suit. I'm already married, so hey, I don't bro. know what you're saying, Hey, man. bro. All I know is some of the outfits are out there. Cat suits, it's, oh, it wasn't my favorite. I put it like that. Uh, um, it was confusing when I saw her in it. I right. was like, but what this, is this, this? This is my thing, though. This is my thing. Where? How does that happen? How does someone or an organization or a league just all of a sudden say, this cannot be worn anymore? And only one person has worn it. Well, I think it's a decorum thing because she's always pushing the button as mm-hmm. far as what her 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 outfits are. Let's so you be think clear. the cat suit was pushing the button for them? It clearly was. That's what well, I'm trying is, to say. Is it for you? When I, okay, look. When I first saw it, <laughs> when I first saw it, I, I'm not gonna get in trouble today. Bro. <laughs> All I said is when I first saw, I was like, whoa. <laughs> you right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Whoa. Okay. And that's where I'm going to stop. Okay. That's all I, okay. I said. Whoa. Uh, and I'm sure if I said, whoa, there's some French people out there. It was probably like, nah, it's a no. They were like, wee, wee. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> um, if that's what you think they were saying, um, I'm pretty confident they were just looking at it like, mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be clear. We're talking about her outfits. I don't yeah. like thinking, you know, Serena's right, right. a beast. Right, right. We right. know that. And we right. talked about her on this podcast before. Right. And got in trouble for it. Right. We did. We did. <laughs> uh, but she's a beast. Mm. Um. But I was a little surprised by them calling her out specifically on her cat suit. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. I don't think it was that big of a deal to be like, hey, you can't wear this anymore. That's what I thought. Like like you said, it was a surprise. It surprised me too. Like, okay, wow, really? You don't want to wear the castle anymore? I mean, like, I just don't think it was a big deal. I mean, it's almost, if it's not already in the rule book, why even just, and it's not like she wears it every single match or anything like that. And yeah. like you said, she does push the envelope. She came out and wore a tutu anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, she's going to wear something. Yeah. Why even address it? Why even um, cause um, attention to it like that? I mean, sometimes Blake, right. sometimes great players do certain things. Remember when LeBron wore his black mask and the NBA said, Mm-mm, shut it down. And they didn't right. let him wear it anymore. I think that's kind of the same along the same lines. When you have a great player come out and do something like that, as an organization, sometimes you feel like, okay, we can't let him get away with that. Then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, we have lesser So did players. LeBron wear the black mask ever? I think he wore it in one game. Okay. But how many times did Serena wear the black? The cat suit? Yeah. I think she only wore it during that one tournament. Maybe even. So? I don't know if she wore it the whole time or sure for one match. Okay. I don't know how many matches she wore, but <laughs> it could have just been one match. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got you, sir. Anything else, man? Be good. Hey, man. Red Nation. <sighs> man. I want to thank Mizzy and Zoe for being on again today. That was highly entertaining. Um, shout out to you guys. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe. You can subscribe to us on our website or you can subscribe to us on Podbeam. That's uh, newchannelsports.com for the website or newchannelsports.podbeam.com for um, subscribing or following us on Podbeam. That's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Yeah. I'm out, man. Hey, man. Red Nation. Bulls on parade. Yes, sir. Mm, Texans 35, Patriots 17. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>